0: This week's episode of Mind Gap podcast is brought to you by Sunblocker inserts for your actual glasses. Sunglasses are stupid. Yeah, you heard me. You either buy some that are insanely expensive and they get broken or lost, you buy some cheap ones that fall apart, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. No more, I say. Introducing Sunblocker inserts for your actual glasses. That's right. These are thin, acceptable pieces of material that you simply slide on the inside of your glasses to protect you from the sun. No need to buy a separate pair of sunglasses and swap them out as you go inside or outside. No need to have the transition lenses that look like some low-grade, disappointing spy tech that freaks people out as they slowly go from dark to light as you walk inside a building. Just reach into your pocket, pull out your sun blocker inserts for your actual glasses, and slip them on and you're good to go. To those who say, but I don't wear glasses, how's this supposed to help me? Well, these aren't for you, asshole. Go find something else to brag about. Head on over to SunglassesAreStupid.com today to pick up your box of sunblocker inserts for your actual glasses. Enter the code MindGap at checkout to get 10% off your first order and to be entered into a contest to win sunblocker inserts for your actual eyes. The new and improved product coming soon. Hey, dorks. Just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash Podcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash MindGap Mind Podcast. Welcome to My Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And happy day to you, listener. Oh, it Wherever is a day. you may be, it is a day. It's been and whatever, days.
1: And whatever day you're choosing to listen to this on,
0: it is a day on that day. It is a day to be reckoned with right. in one way or another.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reckoning will happen for Jared.
0: <laughs> Should we just dive right in? couple things before we get to that. All right. We'll put a pin in that. We'll definitely talk about it. Uh, just real quick, I want to say, uh, if you guys don't know, we're on Spotify. Uh, it's a cool site where you can listen to music and also podcasts. Check us out on Spotify. We're also on many other platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. We have our episodes on YouTube, Google Play. But Spotify in particular is a pretty cool thing, and you should check us out there. That's where we are, we are there. Just saying, in case you what? didn't know.
1: Here's the thing. I spend most of my working day on Spotify that in the background and i i challenge you to find me one person who is not the same you're on spotify just look us up
0: yeah we're there we can we can be there forever so check that out also uh don't forget we've got merch you're on twitch head straight down there's a little little tile down there click it right there if you're listening it's teespring.com slash stores slash 2e8 do you have it it's downstairs oh come on i know I didn't come from... Uh, I realized as I started talking about this, I'm like, fuck, I don't have it. I got my face mask. <laughs> I got my mind got face mask today. And it, it's very Doug sent very me a picture cozy. and he was very safe. Man, it covers so much of my face and I love it. Because the other one I have doesn't really. It's more really? of like a banana hammock for my face. Hmm, um, interesting. You know, or maybe for it's a thong. Dig- it just covers, you know, right here. It just kind of goes sure? straight down.
1: Doug, are you sure you have a face mask and not just a straight up thong? I don't know. <laughs> it says
0: it protects holes. <laughs> That's fair. So... You know, <laughs> we might want to talk off mic about this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got merch. We got face masks to East 8th face mask. Mine got face mask. And also uh, we're going to be having a new edition come very soon. It's oh uh, man. I haven't uploaded it yet, but I was, I was showing it and kind of getting some final la- last looks, final touches, but it's uh, inspired. People can't get enough. Gobby based on that quote right there. Uh, you know, it's, it's a dungeon Karen's themed shirt called it's got a goblin on it. it says you can't handle a gobby you know and for the yep. record jared said he could never buy that shirt um because it is i would two meanings. <laughs> it's a well, hidden meaning here but not jared in australia might-
1: Jared might not need to buy the shirt. He might just get one showing up at his, at his place, and he will be required to wear it around Perth.
0: I told him he should wear it and support the podcast and support the thing that he does on the Twitch stream and wear it to Casual Friday at work. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I see nothing wrong with this. In case you don't know, uh Gobby is another term for blowjob in Australia. So which, which I is find why I find people that, can't get enough gobby right that's why yeah. I, f- I find gobby to be such a more abrasive uh, phrase blowjob is obviously like we know and understand what it is but it'd be like yeah. a gobby I just imagine like a very this is probably a horrible way of describing it but someone's gobbling something up right someone's just oh, at a yeah. buffet just amount of stuff just gobble 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 it's like yeah that to but, me is it's gotta like I think
1: you've, you've gotten to the
0: crux of the word yeah gob <laughs> you know <Yep>. yeah <laughs> We did it. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to be posting that. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, Slotty says, Crikey, that Sheila just gave me a gobby to my didgeridoo. <laughs> it's not meant to be a sexy term for it. I imagine. I imagine I it's, it's probably not like, meant to be, Hey, uh, I throat fucked someone last night. I don't think that's a romantic way of putting that. So I get it, you know? Like, you know what I mean? You know There's what I a- mean. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. You know about. what I mean. You know what I mean. You're with Jared, me, Jared. There's
1: a lot of there's a lot of things that aren't meant to sound a certain way.
0: It's not our fault that it does sound sexy. Most things out of men's mouths are not sexy, even though in our minds we think it's sexy. You know, right? It doesn't usually. It doesn't That's go a, that way. It's a pretty good baseline rule, right yeah. there. <laughs> One of my favorite things I saw was like uh, it was years ago. This comedian goes, "Man, guys just can't be sexy." Like a woman could come into your room, yeah. knock the door open, have some lingerie on and be like, oh, whatever. She's like, let's have sex. He's like, what's a guy going to do? Right. He's basically going to pull out his dick and be like, Ugh, you ready to do right. this? And like, yeah. it, there's just nothing sexy about that. Like, cause God, that looks so gross and phallic. Exactly. Yeah. That's what comes to everyone's mind. So It does. I think
1: that's the funny thing is that, yeah, there's really nothing. No one, no one desires that. Yeah. Just someone pulling out his fucking, you know, meat rocket and going. "Eh, It's like, yeah, you know what? It's like, no, that's not cool. Sorry, fella. Not into it. I
0: mean, if you play a card, like, we'll get there. But right now that's not, it's not making me happy. So that
1: doesn't just turn it on.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Slotty says, ever wonder why British porn is a category, but Australian distinctly isn't. This is part and parcel to that. (laughs) Slotty, he, little, <laughs> not many people know that he is a Rhodes Scholar. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So very astute
0: observations right there. So long story short, we got merch. We got a new thing that's going to be coming soon. Check that out. Teespring.com slash stores slash 2E8. That's the number two, the letter E, the number eight. Or if you're on Twitch, just hit the panel down below. You'll find it. Uh, and then uh, one last thing before we kind of get into stuff is uh, last weekend, it was a good time on the video game live stream, we played Pummel Party, it was me, it was Slotty, and it was Jared. And, uh, you know, if you don't know what Pummel Party is, essentially it is a violent Mario Party. Uh, you have a board of spaces, you roll dice, you try to get to where you need to go, you try to unlock chests, earn keys, and prevent everyone else. And when Mario Party it's very fun, it's silly, and this one it's extremely violent. You can hit people with wrecking balls. Uh, You can let loose the horrific terror known as the white rabbit that murders you. Uh, You can drop radioactive fluid on them. You can shoot them. Uh, All sorts of stuff. You can set up traps. It's very, very good. Um, It's very fun. And uh, we cut together a little bit of a highlight reel that's available on our YouTube channel right now. So go check that out. Uh, It is portrayed that we picked on Jared in that footage. But uh, Slotty, hands down, got the the worst of it throughout the whole night so like hands down just he's, he's just especially the last round we just piled on him for whatever it's reason. funny
1: because this is turning into a he said he said thing <laughs> so like it's you and slotty saying no slotty got the worst of it and jared as well as the highlight reel back up the fact that jared just got absolutely shit on
0: well here's what i'll say to that jared had the it's most just now he goes lies here's the thing jared had the most memorable moment of the night and that moment involved we didn't stab you in the back we misled you okay we're i am diminishing the accountability for the actions that uh, took place so we essentially intentionally confused uh intentionally confused jared into making a bad decision and when it didn't go right uh he wasn't too pleased so Yeah, we didn't even show the time where Jared dumped Toxic Waste on himself. He was like, what's this do? And he dumped it on himself. So, um, but one of
2: my... Uh,
0: (laughs) There are noives in my back, says Jared. Um, Itoi, welcome back, man. Good to see you. But essentially, uh, you know, we had a really good time. It was very silly. It was was obnoxious, and I can't wait to do it again. Uh, But this coming Saturday, the 25th, definitely come by the stream because we're hitting up Jackbox games again and we will be joined by the wonderful duo from the review universe podcast steve leishman and chris miller will be coming by to hang out with us and play along so we've got jackbox three five and six so we've got hotel murder trivia we've got quiplash we've got joke boat We've got all sorts of shit, so we will be having some fun. So come check that out. That's 8 p.m. Saturday night, the 25th, Central Time, twitch.tv slash podcast. Come hang out. Have a good time. It's going to be great. And also, while we're doing that, let's celebrate Justin's birthday. This That'll Thank be Justin's you. birthday. <laughs> and, you know, turning, turning 40 is a big deal, so I just want to... Swear, and when I get there in three years, I'll let you know how big of a deal it is. Watching your face as I said that, like the corners of your mouth just sort of dipped uh, a little bit. You're like, that's not true. But you also thought about it. And I was like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So real uh, good stuff. We have a really good thing. Slotty yeah, already says he's, all. Slotty says he's got his, his theme already for Joke Boat. So this should be uh, fun. Uh, I can't oh, wait.
1: I, I'm sure it's going to. Was uh, Jackbox Games was the one that when we played... Um, it was uh, that one where there was a space station and there were three alien invaders. And yeah, you had to. That was that was Jackbox, right? Yeah, that
0: was a game we played once and haven't played
1: since. <laughs> that was batshit. That game was. That's
0: that's a game you have to play with people that are on your chat because yes, playing with randos, there's no way to tell like what's going on because you have to basically interrogate people. And I'd love to do that again and figure like there's some of that shit. There's another one that's kind of like find the. Intruder, yeah, we have yeah, another yeah. one of those. So I'd love to do that at some point. So, yeah. yeah, It'd be, it'd yeah. be, it'd be good time. Good it'd time, Shally's. Good shallies. time, Chalies. Yeah. So um, tonight we got a couple of cool things to talk about. And the first one being that apparently David Ayer has a cut of of, of Suicide Squad. I'm going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> both cheer and booze. I don't know how to
1: feel about it. Maybe it's just this. All right. Yeah. Like that's, that's pretty much where it's at. Cause I don't know, man. Suicide squad has
0: kind of sucked. I mean, I just, as far as I'm concerned, um, that movie happened. It was created. (laughs) It was released and it's in the annals of history. So um, the fact that anyone would be clamoring for an extra 20 minutes in a cut. That's not going to save that movie. I'll guarantee you that much. Um, It's
1: definitely not going to save the movie. Um, I think from what I understand, it's 20 minutes of mostly Joker footage, which they said that they had enough footage to make his own own film. mm -hmm. And then he appeared in what, like seven minutes in the final cut, something like that. Uh, Yeah. Again, I don't know if, is this, there's part of me that wonders if this is to make amends to uh, Jared Leto and to try to like, coax him back into the fold of dc because after that he completely swore he's like fuck that i'm not doing it anymore because he was rightfully
0: so pissed yeah Yeah. i mean but he was probably one of the more compelling parts of the movie i mean just seeing what he did and everything like that i I honestly don't remember too much about it i remember being 32 minutes in and pausing it and going like what the fuck is this movie like i don't understand what's happening and um yeah it was crazy our friend our friend sam who just recently watched it for the famous quota of I will haunt your butt uh, said that um, he was an hour in and he was debating whether or not he was just going to stop watching. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that kind of sums up that movie. The movie is a mess. See, this
1: is where your brother and I line up though. An hour in I'm like, well, I'm pot committed at this point. So I'm, I've got to stay in and I've got to see the flop. Like, or I've got to see the, 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 river. the river turn. Whatever is it? Yeah. I don't know. What's the fifth one? I don't know. The river. I think it's the turn.
0: Wait. Cause you no, know, it's the flop, the turn, and then the river. That's the one it's yeah. the river. Yeah. Yep. Guys, we did it. We did it. We forded the river. <laughs> you died of
1: dysentery. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, No, I, the, the one thing that I, I think I mentioned to you and the really the only thing that I really want to speak on, on this is that I truly don't help. I truly hope that this does not become the new rallying cry for yeah. everyone. Release the blank cut because mm-hmm. we've got released. The Snyder cut happened for so many fucking years. And now it's happening. You know, there was that denial period where oh, it doesn't exist. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then yeah. it was, it does exist. They won't let us release it. And then we're throwing $30 million behind it. And we'll release it. And now the Ayers cut. I just, I really hope that people aren't going to try to save shitty movies by insisting there's another cut out there.
0: Yeah, because honestly, there can't be that much footage to make it better. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there just can't be. Like, I mean, I don't know. I can't, I can't think of any situation, and I'd be happy to be proven wrong on this, where there somehow is a hidden amount of footage that someone could then insert into a movie to make it better after it was that bad. I mean, I've seen some director's cuts with a couple of extra scenes that have added, but I've yeah. also seen director's cuts where I'm like, you fucked up this movie. How dare you? Two I can think of off the top of my head. One is Aliens. Um, The director's cut has a lot of additional scenes. Now one of them is super helpful because it gives Ripley more of an understanding as to why she's so infatuated with Newt's because she finds out that her daughter died cuz she was in hypersleep for 50 years. So she feels like she's a shitty mom because she wasn't there for. Her. And then but the rest of it's like there's all this additional footage of everyone on this colony and it's just, it makes it so less great when they land on the colony there's nobody there like it's so much terrifying where you see everyone you know, it was just really poorly done and then the other one was i saw i got the director's cut of uh american gangster with denzel washington and that was a shit show because they added a whole new ending to it which ruined the film in my opinion so yeah i would rather just like it's there may be some situations where like wow that scene's better now because it's a director's cut but I don't give a shit like I just don't especially for a movie like Suicide Squad where it's like look guys we swung and we missed okay for whatever reason whoever's fault it is we didn't let it it go all right just let it go just let it go like it's I don't give a shit
1: I would like to request that everyone on Twitch all of our listeners um, I want to start a campaign all right and I would love all of you to take to Twitter and start hashtag release the Stanton cut of John Carter I know there's a longer version of that film out there, and if they and if they could if they could just throw in another, I don't know, sixteen million dollars. Let's round it up to an even three hundred mil, right? Let's let's throw that in. That's the box office. No, fifty million. It was made for two fifty. Fifty million more dollars and and a couple extra hours of that movie, I think, would really make it so. (laughs) <laughs> Hashtag release the Stanton cut. I want that trending by tomorrow afternoon. Please. Let's see
0: what we can do. Yeah. Old, old-fashioned heathen, welcome. Thank you uh, for joining is, the podcast. What
1: is Twitter? It's a cesspool of which you need not dip your toe. It's an
0: angry place. Let me tell you that yes. much. I've I've been really proud of myself because the last couple of days I've clicked on something and I've been like, oh man, do not go down this rabbit hole. Do not read these comments. You will be so, so angry if you do. Please don't do it. And thankfully I didn't. And I was very pleased at the outcome. So itoy it's S T A N T O N Stan ton Stan
1: ton. The Stanton cut. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> uh, but that being said, another movie news too. Uh, it was noted that tenant, the next Christopher Nolan film is now delayed indefinitely because I know Nolan is 100% adamant about his film being released in theaters. What do you how do you feel about that? I look, this is
1: we talked about this a while a couple of podcasts ago, right? Uh about how movie theaters need to kind of embrace this. And I think we brought tenant up in that in that episode. Um it there's no reason if you're sitting on this movie, so many people, so many people put their time and effort into this movie. And there's no telling. I know AMC has something on their website now where they're saying we are officially opening on July 30th is when our theaters will open. We'll see you then. But I, I cannot imagine there's going to be droves and droves of people going to the theater. So, yeah, you know, is tenant going to be released? Well, no, it's not. I mean, they've released, they've delayed it indefinitely. So I, you're going to just let someone hundreds of people put their heart and soul into this movie a lot of people really want to see it. Why would you not just get this art out to its fans or its 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 people? I disagree with the the decision. I understand Nolan has a very specific vision for it, and I do respect that. And I would love to see it in the theater as he wanted us to see it. I would love to see that,
0: but personally, I'd rather just see the movie. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely um, I'm definitely uh, in your camp of that. And actually, I yeah. saw what was it the movie picture union for people who get crabby about things basically one of those guys was saying They're still working on an acronym how disappointing how disappointed they was like i hope other people don't take this as the way to move forward and uh yeah slotty said it here too that uh, they were saying that they may actually do piecemeal releases for this film which i think is a terrible idea um, one being that this movie is kind of built on suspense and not understanding what the movie is. So, inevitably, there will be leaks, there will be spoilers, and I think it will ruin the whole experience of it. Sure. Um, and I think that it could work, but honestly, I mean, I don't know. I, I, <sighs> I think this I is think, obviously a movie theater experience, but at the same time, how long are you going to delay this, man? And right. not only that, the studios have to make some kind of money this year. Like that's what I'm saying, man, they have to make something. And if they, if they, if they choose to wait, an old fashioned heathen says, "You're ins, you know, like right. that would be good. I don't think there's that many, you know. There's, and that's there's the problem. Not, in the fall, there's a actually I wanted to
1: talk about this on a different podcast, more in depth. But there are movies. There's a company that's uh, it's movies in a boat. So they put they let you go in these little like two to three seater boats and you anchor yourself and there's a giant floating screen and it's a drive in on the water. So there's other ways that drive ins and and if you live near water, that option like you can get out there and do it. But to your point, it's global release is earlier that like it's going to leak. So just fucking release it everywhere and let everyone enjoy it together so everyone can be a part of the conversation.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like. Honestly, like, I'd love to go to the theater, but I don't know the next time I'm going to go to a theater, man. (laughs) Old-fashioned Eden says leak it all over.
1: (laughs) Leak it all Leak it everywhere. Oh, Um, we're going to take this plot. We're going to dump it all on your face and your hands and your kid. All right. What's up? I love you. Yes, you do. (laughs) Don't ever forget that.
0: just going to go ahead and timestamp that there just real quick. Uh, oh,
2: Jesus. For a
0: potential I'm highlight. i I like you. I don't know who you are, but I like you. <laughs> Likewise.
1: You, you bring out the best in me.
0: <laughs> um, um, I'll say this yeah. much, too. Um, you know, Etoys makes a joke here to Jared saying, hey, come on. Isn't it a fun tradition for you guys in Australia to wait three months before an American-produced movie heads down under? I mean... To be fair, we could probably deserve a little bit of that treatment, you know? Yep. The entitlement of like, oh, it's going to start here. Right. Other countries are doing okay. Like, I think South Korea, they mentioned, would be a good spot because it's, you know, not too bad over there. They could start there. And I'm like, now I'll say this much too. If <laughs> if they thought piracy was bad before. Jesus
1: Christ. Right.
0: Um, I know. didn't even consider that. Honestly. Yeah, it, it would be rampant oh over here. Yeah. I know it would be. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Um, yeah. Again, I personally would say I would like it to see released in theaters wherever it can be. And then also drop it to rent on your apples or your wherever and just make it available. Because absolutely, I feel like that's the best way to make your money. Because if you do piecemeal, especially with a movie like this, I don't think it's going to pan out that well
1: it's gonna lose its steam people are gonna eventually people will go you know what fuck this it's been like it got hyped pushed hyped pushed hyped and people eventually are gonna go fuck it i'm i'm done i'm on to the next thing
0: i'd say the same thing about black widow just release it pick a date and release it like yes these movies need to be released this year i would say i would think for the sake of the balance sheets which is what that guy from the release
1: the movie cut (laughs)
0: <laughs> the guy from the crabby movie theaters union of America yeah. um, was like, you know, their balance sheets. They can't keep doing this forever. And they're just very, and I get it. They're scared that movie theaters or movie companies are going to just start releasing this stuff and they're not going to be able to be involved with it. And they're going to lose out on that. It could eventually severely hurt their businesses. I get that. But I mean, how long are you going to hold off on this stuff? And I think that's what the movie theaters are hoping on. They're banking on the fact that they're going to come in, but inevitably you do it too soon. It's people aren't going to show up. It's going to be bad for everybody. Whereas I see it from I've always unfortunately see it from the movie producers and the movie company situation where what is the better option? Do you take your chance at the theaters and not have a good deal or just release it worldwide? I mean, we've seen success with children's movies. I don't know. I'd love to see it tested with something like Tenet. I'd love to see it tested with a Marvel movie like Black Widow. See how it does. Because um, with kids movies, it makes sense. Parents are like, fuck, yes, let's not go to the movies. Let's just do it at home. Right. Um, But I
1: know I know with a Marvel movie for sure. They're like they're looking for a widow to bank at least. I mean, if it does anything less than like, I don't know, 750 million to, you know, just shy. Basically, three quarters of a billion to just under a billion. If it does anything less than that, like that, it's not if they were to release it in a normal time, that's where they would be looking for it to trend. Yeah, they're going to have to they are. I think they're just going to have to adjust what their metrics are for a successful movie. Yeah, I don't know if they can hit those in the
0: current climate. And they might have to be OK with that. And it's That's not the a really fault. good point is that they may they're going to have to sacrifice somewhere. I don't they're not going to get my brother made actually an interesting point. He goes, I don't know if we're going to see an end game experience ever again. Like, yeah. We may not get a movie that grosses $2 billion again. Like that yeah. just may not happen.
1: Well, just wait until Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5 come out. All right. Avatar, Avatar <laughs> 2 through 5 are going to rock us.
0: Oh, my God. Um, I, I, I think there needs to be some... It sucks because they poured their money into this like everyone was going to go to the theater. But um, it's one of those things where... You're gonna to have to accept. There's gonna be a loss on this. Probably. Maybe we'll be surprised. Maybe. Because again, I'll. I will absolutely. I don't rent movies. I will absolutely pay twenty bucks to rent Black Widow. I will pay twenty bucks to rent Tenant, and I will carve out yeah. time and I'll watch the shit out of that. I will absolutely do that. Like I will have no problem with that at all. Um. But I. I don't know. I just. I'm not going to a theater anytime soon. I. As, yeah. And I love theaters. I'm just. I'm, I'm not doing it. I don't feel comfortable doing it. I don't right. want to do it. So I'm not going. I'm not bringing my daughter there. It ain't happening. So for me personally, selfishly, I'm like, put it out there in a spot where I can get it easily and I'll pay the money, man. I'm happy to do that. That makes me very, yeah. very excited. So
1: Slotty says, can you imagine an AMA and a live chat during or after Tenon or Black Widow theater stream? Ooh. Dude. I'm just See? saying. Have, Go Scar-
2: check
1: out-
0: have Scarlett Johansson in the chat for a special few. Yes. Right. Yes! Slotty actually,
1: Slotty penned a uh, our very first blog on 2E State's website, uh, and in it, he mentions something, like, he basically talks about this, and he mentions, he brings up that point about, like, how cool of an experience if you, maybe you pay 50 bucks, and you get to be part of a 50-person AMA, where you absolutely will get a chance to ask a question. Ooh, dude that's like, how so cool. cool is that
0: yeah you make it like a, a live stream you're absolutely it's like a twitch thing or something because yeah tom segura did that recently where he did a benefit for a, a leukemia hospital yeah and you paid x amount of dollars you got in a zoom chat with him and you got to chat with him and he was there for like an hour like yeah he was just sitting there answering questions and stuff made did a great job for the charity he got to expose the fans he got to do stuff fans got to talk to him that's a wonderful idea what a what a great way to make the best of this situation i love that yeah. that's why i'm not an entrepreneur charge, can i can't a think premium of premium for it yeah. Dude, you can't charge a hundred bucks people will pay absolutely. it people will absolutely pay it 100 they would do that yeah. that's that's fuck i don't know what i would do if it was like cool i'm now on a live stream now granted again if it's just you know just people just constantly chatting like crazy or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. but still to be like hey this guy's live on my screen right now would be kind of cool. Like it'd be right. a cool experience. Like but again, I, I, like I if you,
1: it. yeah, like I, again, like, yeah. So tenant comes out and you got Rob Pattinson and David Washington sitting there and they're answering questions about it or Nolan himself. Like
0: that'd mm-hmm. be fucking absurd. That'd be, oh. that'd be so cool. What a cool, th- Oh dude. Yeah. Especially something like tenant, like to watch him be like, my mind's fucked right now. Nolan, what did you think about this? What were you doing here? And I know they probably like to save that stuff for, like, (laughs) articles or, like, DVD extras or whatever. But, I mean, oh, what a great thing. Right. Or maybe take one of those AMAs, record it, and then put it as
1: the special feature on on when you buy it digitally or on the DVD. Like, there's so many different ways to slice this. You ask John David Washington, you're like, hey, I had a question about this part in the movie, and then he tells you face-to-face, he's like, I still don't get the movie. (laughs) I still don't understand the fucking thing. Look,
0: I love it, but I don't understand shit. I don't like, <laughs>
1: get it. I was in it. I don't get it.
0: So Itoy says, "I also feel the scum of the internet will also make Scarlett Johansson ask me anything in OnlyFans chat." <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that there is—you'd have to really figure out a way to vet moderators. You gotta have moderators. <laughs> you gotta have the mods. Yep. You gotta so have the true. mods. On, yep. on just on, they got to have trigger fingers. We're like, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> just shooting that shit down. Ready the to AMA, go. AMA, AMA on a seven second delay. That's right. That yeah. sounds like a name of an album or something. <laughs> or a line in a song. We had the AMA on a seven second delay. Cause they're creepy. Chris Evans as the mod.
2: <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, mean, I've,
0: that's actually a really good point. And, uh, Itoy, you make a very good point. That's 100% where this would go. Like, this would yeah. go to the dark side real fast. Was it you that was telling me this? Or maybe it was Jill. That in most of, like, the interviews that Scarlett Johansson went on for her press tours, she was getting asked just the shittiest questions. You know, like... That doesn't surprise me at they all. They were just like, you know, how would you stay thin to fit into the suit? Well, and they were asking, like, Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, all these things about his character and stuff. And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. What did you do with your hair? And she's like, what the fuck? Like, why are you Man, asking me this? I did watch
1: uh, one of those compilations of like the most awkward celebrity interviews. Ugh. And there was one with, <clears throat> I think it was either her and uh, and Chris Evans or her and, and Benedict or something. like Because they, they matched them up. They did different like pairs throughout the whole press junket.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> and there was one where definitely, uh, the, the the guy asked her, did you wear underwear under the thing? And I think it was Evans who was just like, why didn't you ask me that question? Like, it basically, like, do you do you not see how absurd that sounds if you were to ask it to me? So don't fucking ask the question
0: you yeah. jag off. Yeah, I can't remember. I it was something with Benedict Cumberbatch and Kira Knightley. And they said something to Kira Knightley that was something along the lines of something about her not looking right or like she looked tired or something. And it was the beautifully done thing where like Benedict Cumberbatch immediately shot up and goes, wow, that was quite rude. And Kira goes, yeah, fuck off. Like it was two very different British responses to the question. When was Benedict's like very like polite way? That was quite rude. And she was like, (laughs) hey, oh yeah, fuck off. Like just like, (laughs) it was the best man. I absolutely loved it. Um, I love the
1: fact that uh, British people can get away with saying
0: shit like that. Oh, yeah. It's the best. We
1: just sound angry. British people sound
0: like, I'm like, I want to hear you insult me more. That's what I was telling Jill. Also, the end of the highlight for the Pummel party ends on a very great <laughs> swear. Um, oh, and yes. What I was telling Jill is, I go, you know, when Jared says that, I, I just like, it's so endearing. <laughs> but when an American says it, it's got so much abrasiveness to it. Yeah. It's like, it's so hurtful. And I don't know. They say it like, it's like, ah, you know, you silly son of a bitch. Ah,
1: you fucker. But when we say it, it's like, you're
0: dead to me. You know, it's like, it's got these two very different connotations. So when you said like, I go, maybe it's just his Australian accent. I don't know, but I love it. Like when he says it, it's just like, no, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, Jared dropped the C word. He did. But it's the Australian C word. So it's totally different. So only every other word. (laughs) But again, that's
1: just like saying um for them.
0: Yeah, right? There's
1: no difference. (laughs) Down under.
0: Down under. Uh, Jared, I sure did. Um, (laughs) uh, But what I, you know, what's kind of like leading into this is, you know, actually, I don't know if this is really a good segue or not, but. um, There's your segue to it. And now a new topic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's if we don't come up with the segue. 100%. That's it. When you hear this sound, we're on to something. Turn the page.
0: We're going to a new topic. That's it. (laughs) That was perfect. We've we've solved it. Oh, this is amazing. I love it. So, uh, John Oliver has been really uh, working on tackling conspiracy theories. And I want to take a moment and say thank you to that person. Thank you to John Oliver. Oh, my God. For taking some, because I love a silly conspiracy. as much as the next person we talked about this way back early yeah. early episodes when we had Luke knoll's episode the great wonderful luke knoll former snl cast member on and we were just going through some of the craziest conspiracy theories one of my favorites was that um oh what was it that the denver airport was yes. uh a gateway to hell yep it was that it was a direct gateway to hell yeah it was real interesting um and i
1: always thought that
0: was newark airport yeah <laughs> Oh, I love this. Jared tried. Jared's trying to type in the C word and the mods like, Hey, it flagged. it." it's like, do we, do you want to say this? And I'm like, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. That's so good. Well done Twitch for keeping us safe. What's funny is that Jared's a mod on this chat. So really technically he could, he could have handled that himself, but you know, it's true. Wow, falling down on the job there, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> um, But you know, there's some things obviously with what's going on nowadays. It's so easy to look what's going on and hear stuff. And <laughs> old fashioned heathen, way to go, Jerry. <laughs> I agree. I don't what? know who you are, old fashioned heathen, but I like you. You are welcome you're... to hang out with us whenever you want. You're welcome. Yeah, here. You're you're uh, you you dove right into the uh,
1: the the the, uh, the pace of things. Very. You are one
0: hundred percent a part of this community. and We welcome you <laughs> yeah. with open arms. Um, um,
1: I watched the episode tonight, the John oh, Oliver nice. one. Oh, nice! Right, I was, I was having dinner, uh, and it was uh, it was it was fucking amazing. Because in typical John Oliver fashion, his researchers are just the best in the business, and he is just fucking amazing too. It was a great episode, absolutely mm. great episode, and it 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 made you laugh, but it also showed you the real danger of these conspiracy theories
0: spreading. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I mean. What do you think? I know. Maybe it's covered in this episode. What about a conspiracy theory is so intriguing or what draws people yeah. to that?
1: So he, one thing that he had a, uh, a, psycho- a clip from a psychologist talking and he said, the bigger the event, the more we want a conspiracy, th- the bigger the explanation needs to be. So he's like, for example, take, for example, the assassination of JFK. It's There's no way that a lone gunman could have pulled this off the loan. One single person in a building changed the course of the world. They they stopped America and had a ripple effect across the globe. One person that's not big enough. The explanation needs to be bigger. And so that generates in itself in the eighties, when Reagan was shot, when the assassination attempt happened to him, he survived. And so it was the failure of one man and that's very Interesting.
0: believable. Interesting.
1: Dude, dudes fail every day. Right? Like so they're like it's it's all proportional. So one man tries to assassinate the president, fails. Okay, that's believable. One man assassinates someone who was fighting for equality and uh, all these different things. It's it's impossible. No one could have made that shot. Now we have to have a second. What about the grassy knoll? What about this inside job? Mob, it was so then it starts to it it's got to the the satisfaction isn't there
0: that's so that's so fascinating because you're right because it's almost like an improv right when we talked about don't bury the lead you know right. like whatever you're talking about say it because all you're going to do is build up suspense and whatever you're going to say is not going to be it's not going to be worth it like i was watching an old scene of mine recently and we were talking about Hey, what's in the box? And she's like, I don't want to tell him what's in the box. It's like, well, what's in the box? And she's like, oh, I can't. And everyone's like, open the fucking box. Like this scene can't be about whether or not you're going to open the box. Open the fucking box. Like, just do it. We're wasting time. You're boring people. So similarly with this, it's like, you know, yeah, like you said, this is a profound situation that's happening, right? It's got to be elaborate. It's got to be sinister because I think it's scary to think when you're talking about JFK that one man could do that. Right. That's horrifying thought, right? right. That right. one person could pull that off versus oh, this is a complex interweaving conspiracy that allowed this cabal of powerful people to make this happen. And then you start creating your confirmation biases and you're finding things, you know, there's a lot of coincidences <clears throat> and there's some <clears throat> things that get will probably send chills up your spine when you look at something like that's kinda of fucked up, you know? Yep. But people, you know, I remember after the Boston Marathon bombing. And Bill Burr actually made fun of this. This is why I found it. Cause he goes, there's a guy, a kid who's on YouTube who just shows a picture of someone that had a backpack. And it's like, no one looked for this guy. He's like, smoked it. I smoked it. I smoked this thing. It was this guy. And I went back and I watched the the video and this guy, this kid just put together. It was just a photo of someone at this marathon that had yeah. a backpack. And he's like, right. this guy did it. It's like, right. What Based You didn't interview anybody. <laughs> You didn't look at any evidence and it's, it's like that in so many ways. Like you've got, <laughs> you've got armchair quarterbacks for or Monday morning quarterbacks f- f- from everywhere. Like when Absolutely, it comes to man. education, yeah. the people that are like, Hey man, send those kids back to school. We got to do it. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, right. you don't, have you ever taught before? Nope. But the governor of Missouri says, Hey, they're going to go to school. And if they get it, they're just going to have to go home and deal with it. It's like, what are you talking about?
1: You can't do that, man. You can't do that. Yeah, man. I that, that was, I mean, not to deviate too far, but like we have a friend who's a teacher and they're like, you want me to, with 24 kindergartners, you want me to uh, make sure that they all keep a mask on, that they all sit at their desks from a safe distance. There's no recess. They can't get up and play with each other. They can't run around. They can't touch. The, they're like, and you want me to teach them shit. She's like, that's, that's just not gonna happen and she's like for all these people who uh you know want these uh, are pushing to get these schools open come on come on and teach for a week and see what it's like to try to keep these kids in fucking line well not only you know? that
0: everyone wants the kids to go back to school there's right. no person that's like no they want that <laughs> sorry right. Etoy. Etoy's a teacher he's like don't get me started I know. I understand. You're probably yeah. at the worst part of your summer break, which means that it's ending. So I apologize yes. to bring this up. But I just want to say but real quick. Real quick. I just want to say, yeah, I don't want to talk about Betsy Devos at all. But um, it's, it's a situation where we all want to go back to school. We all want the kids to go back to school. The parents want the kids to go back to school because they need the kids to go back to school because they're working. It's hard to have kids. Online stuff right now is not super effective. Uh, the kids right. need to go back and have a good socialization process they need to learn in there they need to do that sort of stuff the teachers want it to done a certain way right everyone wants the same thing but they want it done with a plan there needs to be a plan we just can't say send them back it's like no how are we going to do this and when governors are cutting budgets and then asking people to then hey we need more cleaning supplies sorry we don't have the budget right it's not going to work so anyway it's
1: funny because at the beginning of the episode john oliver takes you know how he does like he does like five minutes on one topic and then 20 minutes on like the bigger yeah. the, the opening is going back to school and he has some fucking gems in there. Yeah. How he just tears down the arguments that get thrown out there. Yeah. And he's like, the one thing he did say is like, if you listen to how all these people are setting up and Beth, actually said this to me, too. She goes, if you listen to how all the people who are counter arguing and saying, you know, well, our kids need to be our kids can't fall behind on education. No one's saying that teaching's not happening. That's not like they're spinning it to sound like if they don't go back to school, learning stops. False. There is an online learning aspect that can happen. But like, yes, we need to get kids back in school. But at the same time, if they don't, it doesn't mean learning has paused. And I that but then that also leads into how conspiracies. It's all about phrasing and it's all about what people glom on to. And then that just kind of fucking it rick rolls itself right down the you know right down the block.
0: Well, more importantly, uh, people are getting their information from poor sources, and that's really yes, what it that's, boils down that's to. Accurate too, yeah. A shocking <laughs> amount of people are polling who are in charge and have severe responsibility are using bad information yes. to make big decisions, and yes. it's like,
1: well, it's tough. something that something that we've talked about before, and that John Oliver. Goes over which I was like I need to make a mental note of this Because you have harped on this for as long as I've known you And I'm like Doug will love this So your big thing with conspiracy theories is Think about the magnitude (laughs) of agreement That has to be in place for this to get fucking pulled off And he actually someone has created a mathematical equation To figure out how quickly a a conspiracy would unravel based off of how big it is. So they said they, as an example, they went, let's take the moon landing. A lot of people say that's a conspiracy. They said by this calculation, 411,000 people would have to have been in agreement (laughs) and sworn and sworn to secrecy, 411,000 people. And he goes, for comparison, have you ever tried to throw a moderate-sized surprise party for your cousin Roxanne? He goes, no matter how many emails you send out with the subject saying "Don't tell Roxanne," someone's gonna tell Roxanne. Well, Roxanne's I mean,
0: finding out about this party. Or to even more sinister levels, uh, I know of a couple people who have been in or- who've been in charge of orchestrating layoffs at companies recently. Okay, all right, and guess what? the secret gets out okay people find out people just right. loose lips inadvertent and then boom it's off like wildfire like they have not been able to contain it because yeah. it's 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 absolutely absurd but what i like about what john stewart is john stewart uh, apologies <laughs> john oliver right. is doing oliver yeah uh, is he created the, the website the true true truth.com yeah and he's having celebrities more or less give wonderful uh, basically, quick, less than two minutes. PSAs, very kind, saying, "Hey, you're smart. Think critically. Double check your sources." And he's had there's two that we, we we've seen. One of them is from Alex Trebek, which mm-hmm. God bless him. The guy's turning eighty tomorrow, as of the day that we're recording this. So kudos to you, sir. And happy another one, hey Alex, happy. Alex. Bye. Happy birthday, Mr. Trebek. <laughs> From Mind Gap Podcast. He's like, huh? Um, it is Alex Trebek, not Alec. Did I say Alex or Alec? No, I said Alec. Okay. You fucking asshole.
2: <laughs> bad.
0: All right. Well, now you've learned your lesson. Uh,. <laughs> And we
1: move on? Uh, yeah. Let's... Alex Trebek <laughs> has one. Paul Rudd has one. Yes. Um, Catherine and... O'Hara had one. Billy Porter has one. Uh there's a few other people he got. That's
0: but, it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, there's a. <laughs> uh, what I'd like to do right now, though, is if you guys haven't seen this, I'm actually going to play the one from Paul Rudd uh, real quick. And uh, then we'll just kind of talk about it. So here we go.
2: Hi, I'm Paul Rudd, America's older brother slash son-in-law slash next-door neighbor slash national treasure. Plus, I'm literally a superhero. The smallest one, but it still counts. Get comfortable. Take off your shoes. Things aren't exactly stable right now. Someone in your life told me that this uncertainty has you searching for answers about our current global health crisis. I think it's great that you're curious about the world around you. I'm curious, too. I hear that you're searching for some pretty big answers to some even bigger questions. There's a lot of information on the internet nowadays, and not all of it is true. You know, I once thought that I was dead because hashtag RIP Paul Rudd was trending. But after a lot of careful research, as well as a really hard slap to the face, I finally learned that I was, in fact, not dead. So, before you share something with your friends and family, it's good to ask yourself how much you know about where that information is coming from. Is that article or video from a trusted news source? If you're not sure, look to see if other news sources have reported the same thing. A good way to know if an idea or story that you've read about holds water is if a majority of trusted sources agree on it. And finally, think critically. You're smart. You're intelligent. Your intelligence is the thing that told you not to take off your shoes when I told you to take off your shoes. It was weird that I did that. And you knew better.
0: So that was National Treasure, Paul Rudd, as he stated himself. Very lovely. Sorry that the... the The video froze, but the audio went through. So, okay. I was, I,
1: because I couldn't hear it and I was just watching the stream. I'm like, are we just sitting in silence for an uncomfortable (laughs)
2: amount of time?
0: I will let it play on my end until it's done and there will be no questions asked. (laughs) Did the podcast listeners would heard that just now? Podcast listeners won on that one. All right, good. Thank
1: God. (laughs) So, for a minute, our Twitch stream turned into a podcast.
0: (laughs) they're like uh i was like you hear the audio they're like yeah i'm like good that's all that matters that's all you need uh
1: john cena did a really funny one too where he talks about how he and john oliver are the exact same age apparently they were born on the same day and uh they talked he talked about how like he goes this is proof bodies age differently and like he
0: took (laughs) he took his shirt
1: off during the thing and yeah it was pretty good
0: (laughs) Sir Lord 84, welcome back. He says it should have been that speech with a Mac and me clip in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. He goes, also, one more thing Mac and me. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, um, absolutely yeah. amazing. But I appreciate That's, that. I appreciate I that. I do too. Because these are people that, I mean, how can you not trust Alex Trebek? Right. How could you not trust Paul Rudd? Like, Catherine O'Hara. Yes. Like, these yes. are the folks that, and all they're saying is what I love. I love is the messaging, Is it's very simple. It's like, double check your source, and you are smart. Right. You are. Just give yourself an extra nudge before you Use do anything.
1: Critical thinking. Yeah. yeah. And that's all it's doing. All, all, the, all it's doing is, and it's not doing it tongue in cheek. It's mm-hmm. doing it very, there's humor in it, but every one of these is very legitimately saying, Hey, really think about this before you post it yeah and it's not that hard to spread truth when you just think for a second you know yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. so if you guys want to check that out you can head over to <laughs> the true truth.com and it's an entire website They currently by, got
1: five videos up there
0: built by John Oliver and his team and they're just gonna be adding stuff to it and I, I just <laughs> think it's more <laughs> it's more important than ever to yes. think about this sort of stuff. I catch myself all the time asking or looking. I'm like, someone will post something. I'm like, what's the website? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that website is. I'm not going right. to, I'm going to take that with a giant grain of salt or, you know, I like one of the one things to say. is like, is it corroborated with multiple trusted sites? And now there's an right. argument and probably a whole podcast to be had on. What is a trusted news source these days? Cause that could be anything, right? I, I trust, yeah. um, uh, uh, Philip DeFranco. I think he does good work. You yep. know, is that considered part of a trusted media source? I mean, what is it these days? It's it's difficult. So I'm, I'm, I think it's something really important and I challenge myself to do it every day. And I challenge you, Justin, I challenge everyone who's listening and watching, do your due diligence, double right. check your shit. <laughs> and this, and I think the
1: big thing to say about this is not, cause there's been a, a few times I can think very specifically, uh, that I could have used something like this to to send out to certain individuals. Um, but I think the big thing to remember is that <clears throat> this isn't just, I, I think what some people might hear is that, oh, this is the left trying to push this and this. This doesn't go left or right. Like there are people on the left who spread just as much misinformation as people on the right. And so like what I want anyone who's listening to this to hear is that it doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum you fall on you know or if you fall dead in the middle you like it never hurts to fact check where you're coming from because yeah. the last thing the, the last thing you want to do is hurt your point by by arguing a fault and now like the minute that you argue something false a false argument your all your validity is stripped away yeah. And so now anything you're arguing becomes invalid to the person you're trying to convince. So yeah. don't do that to yourself. Just doesn't matter where you are. Think about it. That's yeah, all. Just that's, double check.
0: It's true because you're you're willing to sacrifice the truth to hit your agenda or your position. And it's just it's unfortunate when that happens. And Itoi says, I hate following my former students on social media because it's basically just a repeat of them in class. Stop copying and pasting from (laughs) Wikipedia, kid, or actually, actually read the article. It's, I would hate to be a teenager now in the midst of all this. I mean, I feel like I got some sort of talk about this when I was in high school about what's a credible source, right when... The internet was out, like, what do you look for? And we checked all those marks. But it's so – those were really easy to spot back in the day. They were shitty websites. Yes. Really easy to spot, which was bad. <clears throat> but nowadays, everything – hey, do you know how quick and easy it is to build something on Squarespace? Head over to Squarespace. To, I mean, <laughs> it's drag and drop. It's easy. There's templates. It's I mean, it's so easy to build stuff nowadays yeah. to make it look good, which always blows my mind when someone still does a it shitty really job. It really does
1: sound like this is an
0: ad, man. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Like, I feel like I should... All right, go ahead. Talk to me about swears... hey, oh, are... Squarespace. Hey! Hey, listen here, fuckers. It's time that you get on the internet the right way. Head over to squarespace.com poop today to get started now. <laughs> oh, man. Word. Yeah, there's, there's so much uh, think... shit out there. I don't know. I wouldn't even know how to navigate yeah. it as a kid. Not well, to mention, how much shit is... would I be putting out there? <laughs> oh, and that's the other thing, too.
1: Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's the people who... <laughs> it's the kids who copy and paste from wikipedia who are like they don't even bother to go down the next the next level and it's not just the kids it's the adults it's the whomever that does that but i think what's even more difficult is it's getting harder and harder you can do your research but with the and we talked about this very briefly last week but with ai and deep fakes and everything like that it's getting harder and harder to even be able to discern what is and what is not real yeah you know what i mean like It's it's you can do all the research in the world, but if someone put out like a good uh, like because I think Trump actually tweeted a deep fake video or someone retweeted. It was someone saying something false and they knew that it was false and they they doubled down on it. They were just like, yeah, this is oh, not going to delete it. This is what they said. And it was like, no, like that's but it's it's hard to disprove that unless you go back and find that specific press conference. It's getting yeah. it's getting better quality and it's really really hard to disprove that well it's interesting Snopes that you say great,
0: that what'd you say Etoy says Snopes is always a good starting point absolutely yeah but you bring up a good point is like trying to know what's real and what's not because yeah. deep fakes are out there y'all ever heard of deep fakes well if you haven't deep fakes go to Pornhub.com go to Pornhub the- <laughs> and see what you get uh, it's essentially Wait,
1: hold on. <laughs> hold on. hey do you want to be cool on the internet? Head over to Pornhub.com, type in deepfake, and get ready for the spankier life. All right. Can I use that as a clip for
0: a promo this week? I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> With that bit in there too, me asking nice. you. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't. No, I deepfakes essentially are AI generated uh, things that allow people to f- put faces on other uh, people uh, to modulate voices, to make them sound like other things, other people to the point where it's hard to determine whether or not something is real or fake. And this has been happening for several years now. Um, And recently uh, there was, I think it was MIT that did this or no, I think MIT reported on this, but there's this thing, uh, there's this website called uh, moondisaster.org which is completely different from org, So don't go to that one. We'll get to the button in a second. We'll get to the button in a second. But um I'll, we'll I'll post the, the link in a second. <laughs> I'll post the well, Are we in an echo chamber? <laughs> are we, I'll put <laughs> Yeah, I broke it. I broke the combo. But essentially moondisaster.org is it's it's a video that was built by uh some folks to test how well people can determine whether or not something is a deepfake, whether it's real or not. And essentially what it does is the premise is in 1969, the world gathered to watch the moon landing. It was extraordinarily risky. So a backup speech was written in case the mission failed. Thankfully it was never delivered until now. And then what happens is. (sighs) Um, (laughs) What happens is they filmed this speech that Nixon gave saying that you know the mission didn't go well. Well they didn't
1: film it. What they did was they took they, they went through and they found a speech that they liked Nixon's how he was kind of his demeanor, more of a serious demeanor, brow furrowed this and that. and then they altered the mouth to say the words of a speech that was actually written. And then they had an actor read the speech as Nixon. Exactly.
0: Well, they, he read it, and then yes. they modulated his voice to become like Nixon because they wanted Again, to be as with natural as possible. AI learning. Now, it took them three months to do this. Like, this was not necessarily a simple thing. They <laughs> just, to like, to popped this out over the weekend. But they made it clear. Like, and the thing is about this, after you watch this, they have, like, a crap ton of articles that are super fascinating that I highly recommend you read. Part of them was, well, part of it was saying how it took them three months to do this because they wanted to prove a point. But. Right there was another person who for a mere $500 showed people like documented how they could do it and how, and they did it in like a day. Like it was yeah. really quick and easy to see how they did this. So it's one of those things where I get spooked about it because, you know, we yeah, talk I about conspiracy theories, you talk about all that sort of stuff. It It's easily used for wrong. And right now I think um, it's one of those things where I think they say most of it's used for porn now where they take, someone else's face, attach it to a porn star's body, and roll from there, which is obviously very uh, disturbing. Uh, There was Mm -hmm. someone, I think there was actually an activist in Australia that reverse searched her photo and found uh, a whole bunch of porn that she had never filmed that she was in. Oh, wow. Essentially, a random person took her picture, and she was 18, took her photo, slapped it on a porn star's body, and Jesus just posted it everywhere So here she was This likeness of her Was all over the internet And it wasn't her And so and she Essentially started a, An advocacy group To stop this stuff From happening
1: Because I was going to say Like how easy is that too To just completely tank If you're going out For a job interview You don't realize This is out there Someone does some A background check on you Pulls that up And now they're like Well we can't have you Working here Why well, yeah. did. I didn't Well we
0: can see it's you So Too bad I
1: thought like,
0: that's Yeah it's, how terrifying would that be? Actually, after reading that, I went and reverse searched my my, my own photo today, one of my Did photos. You? I was just like, I don't know, what shows up, you know? Um. So, yeah, I well, my deep fake of you is still rendering. It good. takes a lot of power, but it's cool. yeah, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> so, I love uh, Sirloin. We have the best fucking fans that love callbacks, but Sirloin says, was her face on an emu? <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's but I, I thought this site was cool too because they also talked about the benefits of it which I was like I don't know what the benefits are other than just satire and comedy but apparently you can use this sort of stuff to help almost eliminate ADR in films because yeah. instead of like having someone come back in to re-record the audio and everything they can actually use the technology to produce the audio anyway and just fix it up and which would <laughs> save time I feel
1: like we're we're getting back into that James Dean realm,
0: though. Yeah. Well, I when mean, it depends. It depends. Like, again, if I'm like, hey, uh, let's put James Dean's voice in here. I mean, that's one thing. But right. if you filmed uh, a movie and I was in it, and then for whatever reason the audio was shitty that day, we couldn't right. quite cash it, and you're like, ah, oh, we got to pay Doug to come back in. And he's got to come in and do probably ADR, which no one likes to do. It's going to take us time and money. we got to get just right in. We all know it's not going to sound right in the film. You know, you're going to be like, right. that's an ADR line. So instead be like, we have his voice. We have his vocal patterns. We'll just use this machine to fill it in. It's almost like, uh, what do they call it? Oh, there was something else they're talking about. It was almost like a Photoshop, you know, for like some yeah. post editing stuff, which I think is pretty cool.
1: I feel like the only time I would be okay with that is if the actor was brought into the decision.
0: 100%. Because
1: if the, the studio's like, oh, you know what? We don't need to pay him for this. We'll just we'll just fill in this monologue that he has with this other thing." Then I'm like, "Well, no, now you're taking
0: away from my the art part of what we're doing here, you yeah. know?" No, I totally agree. I that would totally have to be something that was consensual and I would sure. like to I would like to think that I don't know, but I have to assume that ADR fucking sucks. Like I have to assume that trying to get that just right. And it's got to suck for like the audio guys too, to make sure that the volume is right. That it's as seamless as possible to, it's gotta be a a job for everyone. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. I'm obviously on.
1: I'll say this. I did. I had a buddy who was, when we were at Columbia, uh, I had a buddy who was in the sound for film department. And one of the projects is that they needed to do ADR for, um, they, they got a scene from the abyss Mm. and they needed to do, they stripped (laughs) they basically muted it they stripped everything out so they had to sound design it they had to put music in it and they had to get people to come in and voice it and he had me he asked if i could come in and do
0: do a a part in it. what part did you do so let me guess let me guess you were michael bean's role you were the villain no
1: (laughs) no it was a very small part my role was (laughs) when uh when the guy is when they're when they're dropping the the mechanism or the the submersible down Mm -hmm. And the storms coming and everyone, I'm the guy in the yellow slicker who's in the actual thing. Who's like, turn the wench down, down (laughs) on one. So I'm, I'm the guy who's actually screaming stuff on the phone. That's awesome. In the cabin. Um, Okay. So go back and watch that movie. That's who I
0: played. That's who you played in a student version of the film.
1: (laughs) You got it. In a student version of that scene. Uh, But, I had a great time doing it. I thought it was really fun. Now, that being said, I didn't have to like after three months of shooting, I didn't have to travel and come back in and do it again and do like a 10 hour session. I was in there for maybe two hours like it, it was fun, but I could also see where it could be. Yeah. You know. Annoying. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. And I think they also talked about how they could use it to translate. Languages without having to people do dubs for films. See, that's interesting. That's now that interesting. obviously would kill some jobs, without a doubt. But I can't stand dubs. I can't. And if you were able to make it so that it would automatically translate with the original original person's voice, it yeah. makes it more authentic. So it would also <sighs> I, uh... hurt Slotty because Slotty loves subtitles, and it would just kill the subtitle industry. You know. <laughs> I mean, it's still going to exist. Uh, But I mean, people are gonna be like, I don't need that shit anymore, man. They're speaking the language straight
1: up. So I, uh, yeah, man, I, I would, I would highly suggest people go over to this Moondisaster.org website because it is, it's fascinating. Uh, It's fascinating to go through and, and read about it and see it. And even though, you know, you're watching a deep fake, like when they still ask you the questions, it's still, it's still interesting. There's a four question
0: quiz on this. That's basically say, can you tell what is deep faked and what's not right? And it's actually really tough. I didn't trust my instincts. I got really in my head about it. I was like, (laughs) I did too. Um, too. But I think it's really, really cool. Uh, It's worth, it's worth noting. And, you know, obviously I didn't have enough time to go through all the articles, but I was very curious about it. Like it was very cool to see the research that they did for this. And I think it's really important to, Mm -hmm. Just be aware of this stuff. I've seen a lot of silly stuff where people have taken different actors' faces and put them, you know, in other movies. Like I think recently they did one with uh, Tom Holland as Marty McFly and Robert Downey Jr. as like uh, Dr. Emmett Brown for Back to the Future. So they just <laughs> put them in a scene together, like from the movie. I was like, it's very funny stuff. There's a lot of deep fake stuff that they do with comedians pretty consistently, oh my God. but there's also just a lot of stuff that you know could really be used for wrong very easily and it yeah. gives it gives me a little bit a little bit of pause to see uh this sort of stuff and how it could potentially be used but going back to your point, you know it's kind of like calling back to some stuff with conspiracy theories like this takes a lot of effort to do well. these yes. folks spent three months to do a six minute video <laughs> so and right. it was a lot of work they took you through the whole process with what they had to do to do it right and to do it well and everything they had to scrub through to make this happen now part of it too is they chose older footage so that footage was harder to manipulate and how to, right. and everything like that so it would probably be easier to do with newer i mean they did it with Barack Obama you know recently yeah. where they were yeah. using a fake Barack Obama speech to talk about the dangers of deep faking which was super ironic kind of and, fun yeah exactly and everything like that so it is very possible to do this sort of stuff. So I, I think that should always be because the technology is only going to get better. And that's the thing it's going to be kind of spooky. What comes down the pipeline. So I
1: think the, the, the places where I've seen it used where I'm like, Oh, this is fun is, uh, is in, um, uh, your butt. We'll get to the butt in a second. Told you we would Instagram. Um, (laughs) people like uh, Jay Farrow who have done um, who do like Denzel Washington impressions and things like that, like people who impressionists, I got comedians who do impressions mm-hmm. um, people applying deep fakes to them. It's really interesting to see yeah. to just to really like, cause they got the voice down and they've got the mannerisms, but to overlay that face, it's really fucking freaky. And yeah. like in that aspect, I'm like, that's kind of fun, but yeah. it, it rides a very, um, very murky line.
0: Yeah, it really does. You know, yeah. Sly um, says he now wants to create a deep fake of me extolling the virtues of Thomas Edison. Slotty, you can go fuck yourself. And Thomas <laughs> Edison can go fuck himself. So
1: Yeah. Yeah. He can. Yeah. Um, you know, Doug, your disdain for Thomas Edison and how much you just like hate him and want to probably like if you got the chance, how much you would want to fight him makes me think of <laughs>
2: Throwdown. Yes! Yes!
1: Throwdown! So, today's throwdown, uh, we uh, we teased this a little bit on Twitter because someone posted a question that we um, responded to, and then I was like, shit, that would make an interesting throwdown. Someone teased the question, uh, would Captain America break his hand if he punched Luke Cage? And that was like, that's a very fascinating question. Very fascinating question. So today, uh, for that, uh, we're doing Captain America versus Luke Cage.
0: I love it. But first, I just want to call out a comment. Jervis yeah. says, I want a deep fake of Doug saying boats are a good idea. Also, fuck you. So there we go. Um, yeah, so Cap... Guys, versus... if, you,
1: if you clip this episode very specifically, Doug technically just said boats are a good idea. So you can get that, clip it, send it to me, and I will make it a, uh, I will make it on the soundboard, all right? That's your gonna... job
0: now. I almost said it. I almost gave you a freebie. I ain't going to do it. I'm not going to do it. No. What aren't you going to do? I'm not going to do anything. So Cat right. versus Luke Cage. Here's the thing. I yeah. only know Luke Cage from the show. <laughs> Okay. I think Luke Cage in the comic might be much more powerful, but well, let me go over some of his attributes. Let's do it.
1: Superhuman strength and stamina, as pretty much everyone in the superhero world has. Yeah, right. Uh, dense skin and muscle tissue, which render him highly resistant to physical inju- in injury. He possesses these abilities uh, as a result of cellular cellular regeneration experiment, which fortified various tissues of his body. Uh, He can resist high-caliber bullets, puncture wounds, corrosives, biological attacks, and extreme temperatures and pressures without sustaining damage. Um, A second exposure to said elements further enhance his strength and durability. So if he gets exposed and he survives, he's even more durable next time. Wow. Uh, Let's see. Faster than normal recovery time. He's a great street fighter, gifted athletes, uh, martial artist. He studied under Iron Fist, not the TV show version. Um, learning how to couple leverage, da, da 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 with the strength. So, yeah, so he's, he's got uh, combat experience, not as tactical as Captain America, but uh, pretty. I'll say this, in the show, we talked about this off mic a little bit. On the show, he takes a shotgun blast to the face, and it knocks him out. Yeah, I would say what would happen if Captain America took a shotgun blast to the face? Probably wouldn't end the same way. So right there, I got to, I got to <laughs> advantage go, <laughs> advantage cage. So, yeah,
0: well, it's tough because, um, I don't know what cap can do outside of maybe slamming his shield to Luke cage's face to maybe knock him out. Like that's about the only thing sure. I could possibly think of because he could punch him, and and I think uh, Slattery makes a point here. Highly resistant doesn't mean the skin is any harder. It's still squishy. It's just resistant.
1: Uh-huh. False. Extremely dense skin and muscle tissue. Muscle tissue. So the skin is denser, which means it's harder.
0: It's denser, but it's not like you're punching like a brick wall or anything, right? You. I mean, based off of what we've seen, it does seem like that. Yes. So, um, I would like to think that Cap could. I would say do some damage in quotes, I guess, but I don't know what that means, you know, like, <laughs> right. Because I mean, I, they I, both have stamina, right? Yeah. They're, they're, uh,
1: the the one thing captain does have going for him is that he is far superior as far as
0: like a tactician goes. Yeah. And I would say he's probably a better fighter than Luke cage. Cause I mean, you see it in the fighting style on the show and everything like that. Like he's just sort of walks in and punches. Like he's not nimble. He's not like agile because he doesn't need to be like, right. He doesn't need I mean, to again, cover in, in himself comics, up, you know? Yeah.
1: in the, the Right. He doesn't need to be, uh, he, he doesn't need to worry about defense. He can yeah. purely go off. He's just like, yeah. whatever,
0: punch, punch. Yeah. So now my the question, comics, go
1: ahead. He, no, I was going to say in the comics, he is very adept at martial arts, but we, we did not see that in fairness in the show.
0: Yeah. So, and then my next question would be like, could <laughs> Cap get him in a sleeper hold? It's a good question. Could he do it that way? Because um,
1: it's super strength for super strength at that point.
0: Yeah. So I mean, because it could cap put enough pressure on his karate already to basically make him pass out. And if so, right. I would still. Now it's not to the death, but I consider that a win, right?
1: That that definitely would be a win. Slotty <laughs> says Cap could do this all day. <laughs>
0: I, I say I say yay. That was pretty good actually. That was pretty good. I didn't see that coming. Um, um
1: so I'll say this if you on a couple websites, a couple forums, uh these two have squared off a few times. And on this one here, it's close, but fifty four point three percent have Luke Cage winning, forty five point seven have uh cap winning, nineteen to sixteen wins if you run it through the simulator. <laughs> um that's hilarious. A Lot of other people cap wins, but Luke is a uh, Luke is stronger. Someone says Luke Cage by far. Um, anyone who says cap is clearly delusional. I feel like Slotty might have written that. Uh, um, <laughs> let's see. Cage can lift 10 to 15 tons. Uh, that's normal as guardian stats. Cap can lift. cap can lift. These nerds, these fucking <laughs> nerds, cap can lift. Hundred pounds to one or two tons at the most. Plus, Cage has almost unbreakable skin and a healing factor. Unless Cap uses the environment to help him in a straight out fight, Cap loses. Even with the shield, the moment he loses it, it's done. Kind of like the fight with Loki.
0: It's pretty fair, man. That's a pretty fair assessment. Like, yeah, so much twenty five tons. That's ridiculous. Something would ha- they, the, there would be have to, a lot would have to go in Cap's corner. Like a lot would have to just go his way because if he. Because, again, like, there's no easy way to beat Luke Cage. Like, there's no... Yeah. He doesn't have magic. He doesn't have, right. like, a mythological hammer. You right. know, like, he's not shooting him with lightning or whatever. Like...
1: The he, only time that Cage got hurt was that he got knocked up by that shotgun blast. Mm-hmm. And then those special rounds... Yeah, the armor piercing rounds or just, whatever. Whatever it was. But Cap's not going to be armed with those. Yeah. and unless he gets some sort of incendiary device inside of Luke Cage. I Again, I just don't... I don't see it happening, man.
0: Yeah, I think it's got to be a situation where, like, again, I think what this person said is, is right. Like, Cap has to use his environment or he has to be able to... Even if he just, I guess, choke him out. I guess he could kill him. Just keep pressure on him until he dies. Just cuts yeah. out blood to his brain. That's the but only again, way I can see that. But, I mean, you gotta... Yeah, he's
1: got to get behind him and he's got to hang on. Yeah, what's the you stuff? Know, hey, you
0: know... Cage from just yeah. going like Rah! or somehow right. he gets him in some sort of lock where he can't do anything I mean I don't right. know man that's um, I, I think I, I, I hate to admit it because my heart is with Cap but I think Luke Cage wins this one
1: I know I was going to say you you definitely are a Cap fan but uh, but I do think are we saying it are we saying I think so
2: Luke Cage for the win <laughs>
0: it happened it happened Wow. All right. not happy about it but it happened man it happened <clears throat>
2: Well
1: that was a fun. Am I one. going to agree with Justin here? No, I don't think I will. So Slotty, you definitely agree that Cap Interesting. Okay. I want to hear I want to hear arguments though. All I've heard from you is Cap could do this all day, which yeah. is clever, but not an argument. And then yeah. Jared says the important question is who's a better cuddler?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I'd go with Cap, man. That guy's gonna be tender. He's gonna take care of you, you know?
1: He's been he's been cuddling for ninety years. Yeah.
0: He knows. He knows how to so do it. So
1: there's
2: that. He
0: knows how to do it just right. Well, <laughs> Nicholas
1: Cage <that was> a- <laughs> has a Luke Cage tattoo. Therefore, Luke wins. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Jared point. puts the period at the end of that sentence.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that was a blast. Thank you, Woo! thank you, everyone, yeah. and thank you uh, to all the folks who are chiming in here. This was great. This is always fun when we get that sort of activity. Uh, Justin, what yeah. what do you think uh, you'd like to recommend for this week? I see what you wrote for me. Uh, why don't you go ahead and share
1: what, Actually, uh, I did not write that for you. I thought you wrote that for me, because I deleted what I thought you wrote
0: for me. Oh, boy. So, it seems like we've got a third party that's guilty for shenanigans.
1: Yeah, someone shenaniganing in our topic episode guide list here. Um, How dare you? I honestly, I can't remember what mine said. It was funny, but I was like, no, we're gonna delete that. Um, if the guilty party wants to put it in the chat, that's fine. Um... <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna recommend. I watched last night uh, two popes, the two popes on Netflix. Um, it was m- far more interesting than I thought it was going to be. The What's acting, of course, is fantastic. It's about two popes. All right, then. There we go. Cool. Um, are you serious? When you guys live? I don't know what that is. Really? I it was know. up for an Academy Award. Okay. Um, what 1967? Used in no, last year.
0: What's it about? It's about two
1: popes, Doug. No, it's about when uh, Pope Benedict retired, which was unprecedented for a pope. The last time someone the last time someone renounced the papacy was in like the 1200s. So like it was one of those where they were like, you can't do this. And he said, yeah, I can. And then uh, um, the current pope was the one who took over. So it was the two of them meeting and kind of going through this decision that was being made, um, which again was like in the Catholic. realm uh was completely unprecedented and um a lot more well also i'll say this pope benedict was that was when the time when vatican documents got leaked the uh bank of the vatican was doing some real shady shit and that's when all of the pedophile stuff really started to come out so benedict's reign as pope was really questionable and so it was a the dialogue between these two actors the the person who wrote the movie did a fantastic job these two actors, Anthony Hopkins and um, I'm going to forget the other guy's name. Hold on. I got to do it justice. Anthony Hopkins and Jonathan Price um, did a, a stellar job keeping you hooked the entire time. And there was some really interesting from a direction standpoint, too. I actually really thought some of the shots were were cleverly done and some of the transitions and edits were were great so i think i was very very surprised at how much i liked it i 100
0: percent have never heard of this movie
1: i'm very surprised because it got a lot of advertisements so i'm really legitimately like joking aside i'm very surprised you never heard of it never i haven't heard a goddamn (laughs) thing about this yeah it was up for the one of the academy i don't know which one but uh anyway it was it was well done um if you're looking for more of a drama um it's it's just over two hours, but honestly, again, I thought it was very well done, so I would highly recommend it. And then also, if you just want to feel good, look up um, the the story about the the boy who saved his sister. He oh, jumped right. in front of a dog to save his sister. The dog got part of his face. He had to have plastic surgery. And now all of these superheroes are reaching out to him. Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. And Chris Pratt and all of these are reaching out, telling him what a superhero he is. And it's just such a fucking feel-good a story it's awesome i love that the, shit this kid is he is what we need in this world so 100%. go look that up and and give give one of those posts a like because that's awesome
0: doug what wow. do you got uh well i think your original thing you were going to say was scamming <laughs> scamming loved ones into back rubs i think that was originally what you're gonna oh recommend. that's what it was
1: yes, yes yes that's why i thought you put that on there but okay anyway i
0: i mean i i'm honored that you would think that i would do that i mean that's a huge compliment to me and i'll take it um <laughs> What was written for me was Rule 34 Goblin Porn Trilogies in five parts. Uh, I did tweet about uh, a random uh, fan fiction called, what was it, Hot Goblin Girls or something like that? Part five. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This Disturbing, uh, disturbing, like, synopsis. It was gross. Um, But honestly, this is going to be such a random recommendation. Uh, The Talented Mr. Ripley. Uh, it's, it's on HBO Max. It's a great okay. movie. I like it. I was on. Okay. I wa- I rewatched it over the weekend when I got up early with the dog, and I'm like, I feel like watching something. Hey, Talented Mr. Ripley's on HBO Max. Also on HBO Max, Aquatine was... Hunger Force. Oh, really? I mistakenly scrolled all the way down, and I'm like, Adult Swim. I go, I wonder, and I looked Aquatine Hunger Force. All episodes are there, and Showed I immediately up. spent. It's just about forty to fifty minutes watching episodes and I'm like Amazing. Fuck I love this show. I love yeah. That that so show good. is so good. Yeah. So good. So random and just I Carl don't Carl is the best character ever. He though I watched an episode I hadn't seen before and there's just this episode of him trying to uh he gets he drives drunk and he gets a breathalyzer put on his car and he tries to convince people to drive him to the strip club. <laughs> And it's pure nonsense. I love it. There's literally no reason why I should like this show based on the humor, but I fucking love it. It's to me, it just tickles me in every way. I absolutely love it. It's such a, is the, is the typical adult swim show. It is amazing. It's so good. So any of those. Um, so in case you guys don't know, I want to plug this one more time. We have a video game stream every Saturday night at 8 PM central Twitch.tv slash MindGap Podcast. Come hang out. We're doing Joke Boat this Saturday. We've got our two fellas from the Review Universe Podcast, Steve Leishman, Chris Muller, are coming by. They're going to join us. So you should come by too. We're going to be playing Joke Boat, Quip Lash, uh, all sorts of shit. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so much fun. So come hang out. Uh, it'll be really fun. It'll be Silly Time. And then also, don't forget to check us out on all our social medias at MindGap Podcast. Uh, we do all sorts of silly stuff. And then also check out our YouTubes. Our YouTubes. We have multiple. Just one. What over on the YouTubes? Go on over to the YouTubes. Uh yeah. We do we post all of our episodes, our highlights, some highlights from our streams, from the podcast, everything. It's a oh boy, almost unprofessional there. It's a real hoot and a half. So go follow us on all that sort of stuff. So and also don't forget to follow Justin on social media as well. Oh, on as Instagram. Well and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael spelled M
1: I K E L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple podcast on Stitcher on Spotify and on Google, specifically Spotify and on Google podcast, wherever you can find and consume podcast, you can find and consume us gross. Um, while you're in the online realm, <sighs> uh, check us out on, uh, two mindgap slash mind gap. And uh, then just uh, click around on Tui State's website. Uh, we've, we're revamping it. Uh, you're going to see a lot of changes happening on a daily basis. And <clears throat> we've got uh, a new blog that we just started. Slotty um, penned the first entry to that. And it talks about uh, if movie theaters should move towards embracing streaming. So please check that out. Um, it's Tui State blogs. And... Um, yeah, again, share us around. The big thing that we that means the most to us and does the most for us is if you can share our episodes. So just copy wherever you're listening to us. If it's on the website, if it's somewhere on one of those apps, just copy the link to the the either the entire show or one of the episodes that you're listening to and paste it out and just say, hey, randomly on some random day, just be like, hey, if you guys are bored listening to this, here's why I like them. That means so, so much to us. So thank you.
0: Absolutely very much appreciate it and speaking of that justin thank you douglas thank you uh twitch thank you listeners as always thank you we have the ogs the always the ones the always the ones our sun our moon our stars our earth's crust our core you know everything have a dandy fucking week mind gap podcast